The following audio may contain coarse language and other materials that may not be for suitable for younger audience. The opinions expressed in this audio are solely those of the speakers involved. The conversations may contain spoilers for current media, such as games, comics, movies, television shows, and more. Growing Geeks makes no claim to ownership of the various media discussed. Simply, the opinions expressed. Listener discretion is advised. Hey, Grony Geeks, welcome back. We have a two-man panel for Peacemaker, episode four. I'm running this vigilante, host Brent. You know us, you love us. How we do it. Over there, Will Parker. How we doing? I am fantastic, especially after this episode. With that being said, hit us up with your thoughts pertaining to this episode. Uh, I think this episode went in fantastically addressing the uh, end of three. And it definitely hit on the points that we were all kind of like wondering if they were going to get into it or not. And they smacked the nail on the head. And I got everything that I was after in this one and still kept the good action pace. So I'm very happy with the way this episode turned out. Yeah, there was a lot of good stuff in this episode. And if you are following the YouTube channel and saw our thoughts on episode one through three, if you're subscribed, you've already seen it. If you're not subscribed, be sure to hit that beautiful red button. Hit that subscribe. Be sure to like this video and leave your thoughts in the comments below. But this video was... That video was amazing. This one is going to be a good one as well. Episode four, I feel, was like really the coming out for this series. We were kind of all very, very happy with everything we saw in episode three. It continues on episode four, and the geeks have sounded off on Peacemaker. This is DCEU's best reviewed anything, period. Would you agree with that assessment of what we've seen so far? Point blank, period. No question about it. And they had to steal a marble head over to do it, so I'm sure you're sitting over there with a little wry smile on your face. I'm a little smug. I'm not going to lie. But then Chips Gunn does good work. This is what he does. He's able to create crass humor just from any situation and put out a high-quality product. So, I mean, I'm not sweating it. I'm pretty happy with what we're seeing. As long as both DC and Marvel are succeeding... Geeks are happy, am I right? That's the point, and that's the thing I've been trying to stress. I'm not against DC at all. Like I want them to do better. Please do better. And so that, and this could be the start of them really setting it forward and just saying, like, hey, we're about to build this up. We're really gonna build our extended universe, utilize these characters, bring in these obscure characters and stuff, and make something out of them. Like it doesn't have to be all Superman and Batman. So with that, take your time, build up a couple of your other characters and stuff first and then run into it again shazam was great suicide squad the second coming was great so that, that peacemaker is great wonder woman had its moments wonder woman 2 we not even understand but again they're, they're stacking up so if they can keep a decent pace going forward slow down and really build their stuff their scripts with that they can do fantastic yeah i'm very very happy with the way dce is headed and like you said when both companies are excelling, the quality of product will continue to go up. It was just like how it was. I know this is like a weird uh, example to use, but like when WWE, I mean, WWF had to go with WCW back in the day, we got the highest quality of product we'd ever seen. Why? Competition. Competition breeds the best. 
Iron sharpens iron, and right now the DCEU, I like the direction you're headed. Please keep this up, and please continue to put out a high-quality product. I know we got Batman around the corner in March. I'm very excited to see what we have going there. Um, as far as character development so far, let's talk about my boy Vigilante. I know you got some thoughts. Oh, I definitely got some thoughts. Vigilante, we already seen his colors. He's very kind of hard on the sleeve kind of guy when it comes to Peacemaker. You gotta let him know, like, hey, you're my best friend. I'm trying to work with you. I said, you know, these guys I ain't worried about you. Like, I got your best interest at heart and stuff like that. Like, these are real good things about him that shows that he's a very loyal character to Peacemaker. And even so far as once he heard about there being something that is distressing him and that if this happened, it would all go away, albeit he's gullible to a degree, <laughs> like that. but his heart's in the right place for what he was trying to do. It set the bar for sidekicks, as we say. So um, I think that it was really good for Vigilante to kind of get in his mode and do what he did. Because, I mean, Vigilante showed a lot of heart and a lot of – he really wore everything out there on his sleeve like you're talking about. I mean, he literally just almost had a pito sawed off. And, like, special effects team did a fantastic job because that, that shit was nasty. Just call that what that was. That was gross. It was hard to look at. It was one of those wounds you just look at. It. Like, if you haven't done service, you're just like, oh, what? What in the – put that back on there. Cover that up. Nobody wants to be looking at that. And – God, that was that was some hard stuff to look at. And then on top of that, he always all Adebayo had to say was like, "Look, go take a look. You know, go take out his dad. His dad's the one messing him up." And he's like, "Okay." All those cops literally just watch him drag no, that. Yeah, had no hesitation whatsoever. No hesitation. He's like, "I'm going in, going right to the freaking heart of the problem." And the way he entered that whole fray, man. I mean, call that what that was. I'm pretty sure that it resembles our own grown-up geek, Tony. Like, you just, like, go do that. And as long as he agrees with your general semblance, he just full go. All right. I mean, he's the one I'd expect to go in there and just, you know, start. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm all about starting some shit. But he'll definitely go in there and be like, hey, this needs to get done. So like that. And to get under people's skin the way that Vigilante did. Like, he literally was like, yo, I'm going to mess with you. You, you, and so like that, and then he got the trigger that he was looking for. Oh, and it was on and popping. Yeah, because I mean, the stuff he was saying, you were sitting there just like, I can't believe this is happening right now. Like, this is hilarious. I can't believe that DC was like green lit this project, but at the same time, you're like, you know, like you guys said, this is HBO Max. HBO, y'all got a history of putting up some stuff that a lot of people are like, hmm, nobody at home. All right. We'd be doing this. But, like, he was talking smack about everybody. Got all the reactions he wanted. And then the White Dragon just looked at him. Nah, bro. I know exactly what you're doing. I want no part of this. Well played, though. Yeah, let's you know. His this. mental game is on it. He's he's not, Just because he's an older guy. He's not slouching. He's watching. He's thinking. It's that thing that you guys always talk about. The savvy vets. You and Tony always try to say, hey. You're doing good, kid, but we savvy vets. We we don't play this shit. It's like we know it. We've seen all the rules. We've seen all the plays, all the tricks. We know this game. We know how it's done. This is what it is. Like you don't mess with a vet, especially someone as dangerous as the White Dragon. How do you feel about that character overall? I mean, I think that you know that part is being played 
perfectly about you know Robert. Like he is doing the thing with really making that character menacing, you know, that that scary look and stuff like that. And but I really want to know what he's capable of and what else he's got in his back pocket because something that was mentioned that we'll talk about later on, I think is in his back pocket, which is probably going to come to pass. So I'm looking for the little flips and stuff like that. And throughout this episode, I've already seen three that I'm just like, okay, this is going to go a certain way. This is like that, but I don't know how that's going to go. I just know which direction is going to take the turn it that way. After that, it's a free for all. Like who knows what's going to happen after that. Yeah, and this character is exactly who you want him to be. He's someone that's very easy to hate. Doesn't matter what color skin you are, you hate this man. He's not only a snitch, he's someone who just absolutely hates his kids. And then on top of that, he's a racist. So, like, what what part of this group are we not hitting on? The White Dragon is easily made his mark with people and has continued to just piss people off in general and do things that make him a very very believable villain but you know at the end of the day this dude is still very very capable of doing some damage doing some work keeping things going in a uh direction that would keep the show going in a interesting direction that being said how did you feel about how this episode played out i'm sure you got some deep stuff you want to really dive on into uh i think the episode played out very well uh i noticed that they changed a little bit of his background and so with that to say that um, there's another character in play that, whether dead or alive, so that uh, the character still is in play as far as the mental uh, state of Peacemaker. So basically seeing how they're going to kind of go with everything moving forward uh, with that character in play. Uh, we've seen another butterfly, and we want to know where the head is at of the white dragon and what he's got going on. Like, there's some some stuff brewing and sort of that. And uh, somebody had told me, uh, I guess there's a link. And again, I got to watch some of the stuff. Apparently, to these butterfly creatures being featured in another DC property at some point earlier. So I got to look into that and see which one. I think it's either the Legends of Tomorrow or something like that. But I got to find out. I got to do the research on that. So are we just going to come out and say what the character's name is? Or we want to talk about Mern some more. Uh, well, we can get into Mern. Uh, we can get into Mern. I'll get into Mern after we look at uh, Adebayo, stuff like that. We saw that Peacemaker was getting his round two with the judo freaking you know fighter, stuff like judo that. master. So with that being said, as soon as he was about to say something that could have led somewhere, he got shot by Adebayo. That reeks, reeks of Waller all day. She is her daughter. Outstanding freaking, you know, presentation, of course. Like, I don't know what I just shut. Like, "Mm, no, I I think that you're, uh, you know, more than you're letting on at this point. Stuff like that now. So she shot to shut him up and she knows more. I think that's one of the reasons why she was put on a team. Waller needed somebody she could trust, somebody on the inside, because she's already been betrayed by economos and you know the other members of the team and stuff like that so hey we gotta shut some stuff up and figure out what's going on and it's possible that because of Mern, and we know what Mern is now who is a butterfly that waller may know that he's a butterfly and 
is watching what's going on and stuff like that because who knows maybe Mern is trying to protect his butterflies maybe he's trying to capture them and stuff like that to see what's going on maybe he's just trying to see how much waller's team knows about what's going on so they can destroy him from the inside out i don't fucking know but I mean, there's a lot of smoke in that room i mean either that or Mern is just a butterfly who just really wants to blend in with human society and just be accepting he's like look i'll sell everybody out just let me live my life man he just wants to hang out with humans maybe or whatever the case may be there's a lot of weird speculation about him a lot of uh, fan theories that hold some weight but again it's episode four where you don't know enough to see where things are going i think character Mern is very very entertaining um he's definitely up there in my top three characters i definitely like vigilante right now is clearly number one um and on top of that i think judo master's hilarious but you know now i just got shot so that's kind of really gonna put a dent in that john cena getting crossfaded with Yo. the butterfly <laughs> rolled in the jar to him to comfort him while he's crying during his flashback of his brother having a seizure. Come on. Yeah. Ain't that some shit. That is something, but I mean, it leads us more. It's like, okay, his brother is out there. It's about that freaking, like, I don't think his brother is dead. Again, we just got clips. So what's going on with the brother? Who is the brother? Like one of the White Dragons characters in the comics was known as William Hell. So has he got a brother named William Smith or whatever who became William Hell and, and is still doing the, the white dragon type thing and stuff like that. Is he the one that's going to put on that armor? Because, you know, his dad's locked up in jail and stuff like that. May or may not get out. Stuff like that. I don't think his dad's going to make it out of the series alive. I think it's something that they're going to do and they're going to take him out at some point. But uh, I think freaking Peacemaker's going to have to face off with his brother or whatever at some point about something. And I don't know if it was just going to be a verbal confrontation or they're going to get physical, but some shit's going down, so I'm waiting. This show has definitely provided enough twists and turns and enough stuff to look forward to that each episode you're anticipating something is slowly becoming a must-watch show. I know we talked about potentially doing this show in episodes of chunks of three. This could be like an every week kind of event. I don't think it's going to be covered the same way that meant that uh, Book of Bolt was covered, but it could be something. It could be something. There's one more point you want to discuss. Let's hit it real quick while we're at the 14 and a half minute mark. All right. Um, with the points and stuff that I think that I want to know what the rest of the team is going to do as far as leading into Mern. So at that was setting up his his whole thing. His he's about to do a flip or some flip of some kind. Not sure what. Uh, I need to know what's going on with that. Um, I want to know if they're going to give Vigilante more, more time. So at that freaking, especially to uh, with addressing freaking, you know, Robert Patrick's character and everything's going on with the the racist connotations and so at that. Of course, that he's in with all the uh, all the white supremacists and the Aryan Nation crap. Yeah, so it's like it's a lot of it, and like again with the way Vigilante came off the cuff and stuff like that. It's like all right, cool. But are we going to end up fighting a war? Freaking like the army type deal, stuff like that. Freaking like what's going on? And what's up with the freaking neighbor? The neighbor is too freaking no- like the neighbor knows something. And I don't know what. <laughs> I want to freaking know. That neighbor is an a hole. That is a neighbor that you just want to move away, like beyond all measure. No matter who you are, where you've grown up, you've had a neighbor like that. And you'd be like, I hate 
yeah. human being and they need to go. It's 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 bugging it's bugging the shit out of me. It's like I need to know what he's about. So yeah, I I don't know. I'm just kinda waiting so that I see what happens. Fantastic. I'm pretty sure that's a good solid alarm. Hey, what are we looking forward to next week? And then we'll wrap this up. Uh next week, no, it's just again, I want to find out more about the brother. So that I really want to find out more about what he's at and what he's gonna talk to Detective Song. Things her name. What's gonna talk to her about? So about that. So, again, again, I'm just kind of winging it at this point, just kind of seeing what what they're gonna do. And Mern, I know, is still probably off the table for another couple episodes. So, we'll see. Yeah, I'm definitely just looking forward to more stuff involving Vigilante, trying to get to understand what caused him to go down this path. And I want to know more about some butterflies. But for Brent, I have been Vigilante. Thank you once again, High Butterfly Will Parker, for joining the panel. Much appreciated as always. Yeah, Be sure if you're new to the page, hit that subscribe button, hit that like button if you're a returning member, and run your phone over this beautiful QR code for anywhere else that we need to come see you guys. We got merch, we got Gag Sports Network, we have the Facebook page. Be sure to answer those questions. Anchor.fm slash Grown Geeks. With that, Thank you for listening to Grown Ape Geeks on your preferred streaming service. Be sure to check us out on Facebook and YouTube, both under Grown Ape Geeks.